And thank you to our performers as we hear the Easter story once again to begin our message for this morning. We heard the good news that he is alive and also imagined the different reactions that people might have had at that time. And we met Thomas. Today's the second Sunday in the seven weeks of the Easter season. But to look at our scripture reading this morning from the Gospel of John, we find that we are remembering events that happened on the same day that Jesus was resurrected, the same day we remembered in our celebration a week ago. John's Gospel gives us a long Easter day, from early dawn, tracing the events all the way through the evening. And it was that evening that Thomas told the other disciples that he would not believe they had seen Jesus. He would not believe it unless he could see and touch Jesus himself. Thomas wanted a sense of certainty. Thomas isn't alone, and he isn't unique. There are many, many people who seek a sense of certainty from their religion. But religion offers something else as well. It offers mystery. In my sermon a week ago, I talked quite a bit about Dr. Brene Brown, a researcher in the field of social work who has studied vulnerability. She talks about our discomfort with being vulnerable. She describes how we try to avoid feeling vulnerable by numbing the feeling in a whole variety of ways. The obvious way we numb the feeling is through addiction that people might, but she says it goes beyond that. She says that we are numbing the feeling of vulnerability when we try to make everything that is uncertain certain. She says... Religion has gone from a belief in faith and mystery to certainty. I'm right, you're wrong, shut up. That's a quote. She goes on to describe the lack of open political discourse in our country today as another symptom of the same problem. I'm not sure it's historically accurate to suggest religion's movement from mystery to certainty is a recent phenomenon. We can look much farther back than that to find those elements in the Christian church who coveted certainty. Look at the Roman Catholic Church's response to Galileo's hypothesis that the earth revolved around the sun and not the other way around. I love the way one of my favorite authors describes this, so I'm going to steal her words here. Eventually, in 1663, Galileo turned up saying something like, Sorry, gang, but I have been looking through this little telescope thing, which I have invented, at what God's cosmos is actually doing. And I've got news for you. Ptolemy was wrong. Copernicus was right. We haven't got a geocentric universe. Did the theological authorities of his day say, Wow, you mean God is even cleverer than we thought? Did they say, Thank you for giving us something to work on, something that will reveal yet more of the divine to us. Did they even say, are you sure? No. They said, shut up or we'll kill you. A wow response would have embraced mystery. Imagining that more of the divine might be revealed would have allowed an openness to mystery. But no, those weren't the responses of the church. And Thomas said he couldn't possibly believe in Christ's resurrection unless he saw and touched Jesus Christ himself. 
He wanted certainty right there at the beginning of the movement of Jesus' followers. But alongside the strains of Christianity that have sought certainty or right answers, there have always been strains of Christianity that have embraced mystery. John's gospel begins with a mystery. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. You can't pin that down into a concrete set of answers or data. It's a mystery. And here we find these words in the first letter of Timothy. Without any doubt, the mystery of our religion is great. He was revealed in flesh, vindicated in spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among Gentiles, believed in throughout the world, taken up in glory. These are the expressions of mystery, not of certainty, not of answers. Our Christian tradition is rich with mystics and contemplatives who encounter God's spirit in ways that are neither tangible nor pragmatic. Our tradition is rich with those who listen for the still, small voice of God, those who traverse the long, dark night of the soul, those who feel more awe than certainty. God is God. God cannot be pinned down, not by even the best theology. God cannot be fully known or fully understood. God cannot be contained. This isn't always easy for us humans. The discomfort in uncertainty is very human. We will all have days when, like Thomas, we wish we could just see and touch God so clearly as to erase any doubt. But I am convinced that living with honest uncertainty is very faithful. It is faithful to the nature of a God who is beyond human understanding. May we in this church always align with that part of the Christian movement that embraces mystery. May we embrace uncertainty and leave room for awe. Amen.